Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan, I want you to know something. I'm grateful for your friendship. Thanks. And that's <laughs> that's all. Yeah. The end. Well, it's been, it's been great Our doing best Jordan episode Jesse Go. ever. <laughs> A new classic. <laughs> um, I, I, we all speak different lo- love languages. That's so true. Oh, that's so true. You may. It's so true. <laughs> thank you. Uh, you may have noticed that mm-hmm. one of my love languages is gift giving. I have noticed. Um, you're a love. You're a lovely and thoughtful gift giver. Thank you. Uh, I, I, in order to express mm-hmm. my love to you, I brought a gift for oh you here gosh. today. Oh my gosh! Um, I actually, I have it right here. Um, I got <laughs> it this morning. So this is a postcard featuring Dom DeLuise. It looks to be signed. Yeah, that's a that's a genuine. That's not a printed Dom DeLuise autograph. That's an actual wow. autograph from the late Dom DeLuise. Uh, the the photo is him. Uh, making making sauce, <laughs> dumping a bunch of sauce onto a variety of Italian foods and a halved watermelon. This is like a red sauce, not a red. You're sauce. not being gross. No, no, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That'd be wild. No, no. If the picture was Dom DeLuise making sauce. No, he's not. If you know what I mean? He's not jacking off onto a watermelon. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, and on the back, although this... that would be a classic summer boy thing to jack off onto a watermelon, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it yeah. though? Um. And on the back, just to just to date this, um, it says visit Dom's website, www.domdeloise.com yeah. for tour dates. <laughs> wow, this is amazing. Thank you so much, Jesse. A, f- a friend of mine at the flea market yes. had what can only be described as a Dom DeLuise shrine there this morning. Oh, my gosh. And uh, I said, Ben, what... what is the story with this? Turns out he's friends with one of Dom's, Dom DeLuise's children. Mm-hmm. And Dom DeLuise was the kind of guy who like when he was in a movie and he liked the movie he would keep all the stuff from the movie so there's just <laughs> too much cool move. Dom DeLuise stuff right. in the DeLuise family's life and so they just sent some of it to the flea market with my friend I love that this is you know this is in a in a time where you advertised a website with a postcard <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> how do i get people to go to my personal website ah <laughs> postcards <laughs> what i what i like about this is that it comes from the time of the website mm-hmm. like this is a website era photograph of dom deluise yeah. he looks exactly the same as he looked in let's say the muppet movie sure yeah in 1979 or whenever mm-hmm. that movie was made uh, and he also just looks positively maniacal. Yeah. Just it, out of his gourd his excited sauce, about these his sauces. His sauce-dumping face <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, yeah, it's one of, I would say, religious elation. Yeah. Like he's, ha- like, like he's a nun having a vision. How much of Dom DeLuise's success as a cookbook author mm-hmm. and food personality, which was significant, yeah. would you say 
was based on people getting him confused with celebrity chef Paul Prudhomme. God, probably a lot. And I, I think we've talked we've talked on the show a lot about like the media figures from our childhood and like being confused when they popped up in other stuff. Mr. T being the the greatest example. Absolutely, a hundred percent. I think is he a rapper or in GI Joe? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is he a cartoon or a professional wrestler? Sure. <laughs> um, yes is the answer. Yeah. Uh, and yes, Dom DeLuise. I do. Rem- I probably remember first. You know, appearing. Like as a funny chef guy on, you know, late night shows and stuff. And then like when my dad started sitting me down and showing me Burt Reynolds movies, that was confusion. Let me let me say one more thing. I also got in addition to Paul Prudhomme and Dom Mm -hmm. DeLuise getting them mixed up. Paul Prudhomme being the Cajun chef. Right. Who brought Cajun food to the nation. uh, I also confused them. And this is real. This is going to sound like a bit, but it's real. Also kind of confused both of them with Heathcliff. <laughs> I wasn't sure what Heathcliff's relationship right. Right. to Paul Prudhomme was. Sure. No, I mean, there's a mnemonic for that. Yeah. <laughs> if it's... a cat you see, Heathcliff Darby. <laughs> if it is a chef you seek, Paul Prudhomme. Or Dom DeLuise. (laughs) Are they? It's that simple. But Dom DeLuise do act as well. (laughs) It's it's so simple. You'll never get them confused again. More kids has he than you might expect. There you go. (laughs) Given your presumptions about him. I think we all said that rhyme on the schoolyard (laughs) as we were playing hopscotch. (laughs) And we could all repeat it. Probably, if asked to say it again. Joker laid an egg. Right, exactly. <laughs> Should we introduce our guest on the program? Yes. Our guest this week is... I hope it's not Batman, because that guy smells. One of... Yeah, well... Oh, one boy. of the internet's... Uh, a guy, he's sitting over here in the corner. He thinks this is fucking Jack Horner. I hate that guy. <laughs> uh, he's one of the internet's... Uh, most beloved songbirds mm. as uh, uh, the lead singer of The Living Tombstone. He's also now the man behind his own uh, extra play recording under his own name, Sam Haft. Hi, Sam. Hello. What a pleasure to be here. What a joy to have you here. A delight. Um, Jordan, I have to say, Sam and I are wearing chains, and you don't have any chains. Uh, I, I, You know, I felt like it was an appropriate thing to do of a Jew as a certain age. Uh, I think, you know. <laughs> Is this some kind of Jew chain? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I, think, I think you reach a point. Yeah. Show where me you... where in the Torah it says, Sam. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, in the, in the book of Jeremiah. Chain, you... chain. Chain, chain, <laughs> chain of Jews. Here we go. Uh, Nobody clip that out and put it out of context. Please, please don't. <laughs> yeah, please don't. <laughs> I don't need that. But the, I feel like you know you reach a you reach a crossroads where you're like, am I gonna just be kind of a hairy guy with a chain? <laughs> and I think I think I, I made I made the executive decision that like that's that's the kind of Jew I want to be. The other day, I watched Ocean's Eleven for mm-hmm. the first time since it was practically new. The original or the Clooney? The Clooney. The Clooney. I don't, want, I don't want to watch some fucking Frank Sinatra bullshit. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> I'm out on that. I'm in on Clooney. Okay. Uh, and I just thought if I could be 15% 
as cool as Elliot Gould. Mm. Oh, yeah. The, just, cha- the, the, the chains on The original chains you. Oh, <laughs> this guy's extraordinary. Mm. Well, don't forget Sammy Davis Jr. Well, okay, that's a good point. That's, that's a, a world-class chain Jew. Absolutely. <laughs> This is really starting to worry me that these things are going to get clipped out. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Seems okay. Well, yeah. I'm glad you heard about the chains. Yes, yes. And I believe in my heart, in my heart, that the Episcopalian and the Jew <laughs> can come together yes. in our in, passion in for chain, chain wearing. Yes, yeah. yeah. I'm wearing one you can't see. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> it's a butt chain. A little bit of mystery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is it going? Oh, I just spoiled the mystery. <laughs> <laughs> what does it go around? Does it go around? Oh, it runs everything. Does it's it... a long <laughs> chain. Holy long cow. Chain. This is like when someone eats a string? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> It's terrifying. Pulling, yeah. pulling some dental floss out of a dog. Sure, well, yeah. <laughs> it's like that, but a chain. <laughs> and the dog is me. <laughs> I did eat some dental floss, I did though. Eat some dental. I had to swallow the chain to get out the dental floss. Yeah. <laughs> and then the fly and why. And then, uh, yeah. Sure, and yeah. the grandma. And, uh, uh, well, Sam, welcome to our program. Our apologies for the content <laughs> of this show. Oh, no. It's, uh, you know, I I was very, I'll, I'll, I'll bring it to Jews any day of the week. <laughs> That's that's what they say about old Sam. That's I've heard that about yes. you. That is, by the way, that's that is a very thoughtful gift. I, it's a very thoughtful gift. I know it? neither of you until today, but I can tell how thoughtful that gift is, mm-hmm. and it tells me a lot about the two of you. <laughs> well, Dom DeLuise, I think, is this is something we've talked about on uh, Stash Rules Everything Around Me, our Burt Reynolds recap podcast. Mm. Uh, become a member of Maximum Fun today and listen to it in your bonus feed. Uh, but. Dom DeLuise, I don't think there is a better example. Chevy Chase, maybe. But, like, I don't think there is a better example of someone whose entertainment baffled me as a child and delights me as an adult. Like, <laughs> you would think it would be Steely Chevy Dan. Chase is a good example. Yeah. Like, yeah. A, a lot of people think Steely Dan is the best example of something that you example. like when you're a grown-up, but you don't like. But to me, I I, I could not understand what was going on with Dom DeLuise and why it was funny. It's not too sophisticated. No. <laughs> sure. Quite the opposite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think just at some point I turned 35 and I was like, oh, he's just kind of yelling and flailing and being a goofus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> totally. Were these like, were these Dom DeLuise, Burt Reynolds type movies? Was that something your like family put on for you when you were a kid? Or when did you discover that stuff? I, you know, I, obviously... Huge Muppet fanatic. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, And I feel like, I mean, I know Dom DeLuise. Like, if you were to put a photo of Dom DeLuise, I'd be like, Dom DeLuise. And yet, I feel like just a vague sense of, like, he was in some, you know, one of the Mel Brookses. I'm pretty sure. I think he was in Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh, yeah. Yeah. where where it's like I'm just trying to place Dom DeLuise and I'm just vaguely just getting a sense of Mel Brooks. Yeah. Um, where like, you know, I definitely like he was just a kind of guy who'd just pop up and stuff. And people be like, oh, him. Right. And they treated it like a cameo and you weren't sure why. Yeah. yeah because yeah. it was. Yes. Yeah. Um, Sam, I wanted to uh, update you and Jesse and our listeners Um as to um, my recent summer boy activities. Oh, this is great. So, Sam, just yeah. so you know, and anyone who's mm. uh, just started listening to the show for some reason, <laughs> um, uh, many years ago. I think we had a 
you know, guest with a significant following yeah. that's outside of ours. And, yeah. You know. Hypothetically. Uh, yeah. Sam, I don't know. Many years ago, Jordan went to an out-of-town wedding and mm-hmm. on his return to the airport happened to be wearing jean shorts and be, was generally dressed to return to Southern California. The man driving him to the airport noted that he looked like a real summer boy. And since that time, we've dedicated many of our summers mm-hmm. to celebrating the spirit of summer by being summer boys, mm. uh, which is a gender neutral term that describes embodying the spirit of right. summer, such as by drinking a beverage from a koozie. Yeah. Jack it off onto a watermelon. Or jack like it off good onto buddy a Dom, watermelon. R.I.P. Yeah. com for tour dates. Famous meatballs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I that's still active. Let's check that out. So, Matt, can you check that out? We'll, we'll check in on that at the break. Jordan, you recently, of course, uh, lived your summer boy dream of wearing a Speedo yes. at a public gathering. Yeah. Um, Whether it was a pool, it was appropriate. I was right, you know. right. Yeah. Well, what uh, what further summer boy yeah. activities well, have I, you? I wanted to I wanted to to uh, to share an anecdote with y'all of summer fun. Uh, I did want to ask Sam, what do you, how do you like the summer? Are you doing summer shit? Um, I know you're just learning about the concept now, but do you feel like you're doing any summer boy shit, knowing what you you know about you it? You know, I I have been. As part of now that I live the chain lifestyle, uh, right? Um, yes. I'm showing a lot more chest hair. Okay, and I think sure. that is a very yeah. summer boy thing. You You're know, right. I have I have a lot of more. I have a lot more shirts without sleeves now. Uh-huh. Sometimes I'll do yeah. kind of a like a Vin Diesel, and I'll just wear like. Uh, a tank top as a shirt with just sort of a loose, billowy, unbuttoned, short sleeve button down. Right. Sam, I'll tell you this. If we learned anything from E.G., Elliot Gould, it's that you don't have to go for a dip to wear a cabana set. Absolutely. <laughs> you don't have to be anywhere near a pool. No. Oh, yeah. You throw a robe on top of it, grab a cigar, you're set. Mm-hmm. You're golden. You can go into the you can go to the you can go to the uh heavyweight championship of the world. Sure. Yeah. No, it's I I I feel like I I probably could be living my life as a summer boy a little bit more to the fullest. Mm-hmm. Pick up maybe some boat shoes and some two-inch inseam shorts. Yeah. Mm. That's a that's a nice inseam. That's mm. yeah. hot. Yeah. Hot. That's a are hot you inseam for when a, it's hot. Are you worried about getting a chain tan, maybe? Do you think you could? Uh, not until you just brought up yeah. that potential. One might get a chain tan. Yeah. You could end up with a chain tan. Yeah. Um, so I have gotten sunscreen in my chain, which is, I'm sure, as yeah, I'm sure, sure you can attest. Jesse's it, nodding. It's a real an, challenge. An everyday problem. Right. How do you wash your how do you wash those chains? You can just throw those in the dishwasher? No, you're gonna need a hydrosonic cleaner. Oh boy. Yeah. I shower in mine. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's, you just I'm, clean I'm, it as you clean I'm, your body. Not, I shower clean. in water. <laughs> so try that. Well, I, I live a very Scrooge McDuck kind of lifestyle. Uh-huh. Well, Dom DeLuise <laughs> treasure bath, like History of the sure, World Part yeah, One. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, so I, um, I, I had, I did an activity that I think, um, you know, just the whole time I'm like, oh, this is a summer boy. I, for the Fourth of July, went to see the Beach Boys at the Hollywood Bowl. Wow! Now yes. this is one of the most this is one of the most American activities I yeah. can imagine, and some of the summerest boys. Yes, sure, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, absolutely, proto summer boys. Oh, yeah. some would call them. I don't think there is like they may literally be the greatest summer boys of all time. Perhaps. Um, I mean, it's right there in the name, yeah. boy. Um, 
so th- yeah, and so Fourth of July, so there's a fireworks display. Pam- Pamela Anderson is she up there? <laughs> oh yeah, she's a, sum- she's a summer boy. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> I am tipping my shades. Mm-hmm. That's how much I agree with you. Um, so yeah, so Beach Boys of the Hollywood Bowl, um, and I will say that I was surprised to learn. I kind of got tickets to this without knowing too much about it, without knowing too much about what's going on with the Beach Boys. I know that I like their music. You'd heard of the Beach Boys. I've heard of them. (laughs) I've heard they're great. I've been meaning to check them out. I've heard of the beach, and I've certainly heard of boys. Uh, So so speaking of childhood confusion, I did did really like the song Kokomo as a kid, but I think I heard the Kermit the Frog version Mm. first. (laughs) And I was surprised to learn that someone else had recorded Kokomo. You're like, well, did you know that Kermit the Frog's original name was the Pendletones. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so anyways, I have an affection for the, you know, the hits, as does everyone, so I was like, this will be fun. Apparently. There's only one original Beach Boy in the current touring band. Mm. Uncle Jesse. So... <laughs> We'll get to that. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so Mike Love is the only only boy left standing. Oh. Um, I don't know who is still alive. I know I saw, um, I know, you know, I think Brian Wilson's still alive. I saw yes. him at the Hollywood Bowl a couple years ago, and it was a wonderful experience. Yes. Uh, but I guess it's Mike Love and a bunch of ringers. Um, some, you know, I'm sure studio musicians who I didn't recognize. Uncle Jesse. He's John Stamos is in the band who plays guitar and drums wow. and sings on every song. Also, I don't know how extensively he tours with the band. Mark McGrath. Wow. And like this uh, is bringing up a lot of tangents for me. I'm just gonna say, save those tangents. I am. We'll get to them. So when you say Mark McGrath, mm-hmm. okay. So Stamos, <laughs> yes. of course, Stamos has a long history of with course, the Beach yes. Boys, going back decades mm-hmm. at this point, uh, and. I I wouldn't be stunned to learn that Stamos tours with the Beach Boys. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, not that he maybe always tours with the Beach Boys. Maybe when he's not working on a show or whatever, he he's Mike Love calls him and he's like, "Yeah, I'm there, man." Uh, Mark McGrath, his job in the Beach Boys is dot 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 question mark to be nimble. Uh-huh. He can run around stage, whereas others can't. <laughs> Wait, are they like firing ping pong balls at them? <laughs> yeah, dance, McGrath. They, also, are Fire the re- shooting at his feet like a cowboy? <laughs> are the replacement Beach Boys also in their eighties? They are. They look older. So, I mean, okay. I think Mark McGrath, who is probably in his mid fifties, yeah, is is the young buck on stage. <laughs> okay. Um, but I don't know that he is having the effect that I think they want him to. Reader, I tell you, when Mark McGrath was introduced, zero pop. Zero pop from the entire Hollywood Bowl. Holy Silence cow. to, ladies and gentlemen, nobody, Mark McGrath. Nobody there was even like a Celebrity Jeopardy fan? Yeah, I mean, I think his fame was just so specific that, like, if you are, if you didn't go to high school in the 90s, you probably don't know who this frosted tip man is. Let me, let me tell you, at a Sublime show, if you brought Mark McGrath out, House is coming down. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, Mark McGrath is in Sublime, right? Doesn't he? (laughs) You're thinking of Rome. (laughs) That's just in Sublime. So, McGrath is not Rome. Didn't Mark McGrath like host television shows? Don't forget the lyrics. Didn't he? Oh, ho- yeah. And he hosted, yeah. Didn't he host? And but didn't he host he like extra? Enterta- he was yeah. on Entertainment Tonight. Mm-hmm. See, I, I know 
an uncomfortable amount about Mark McGrath. Yeah, apparently. No, let's hear it. One dump, of my early day jobs before I could uh, go full time at my art uh, was writing trivia for Don't Forget the Lyrics. Really? Yes. Okay. Um, which was like it wasn't even trivia that was on the show. It was on. Tr- it was trivia that was on like a tie-in app that you could look at <laughs> okay. while you watched the show. Right. And so for what I'm sure was minimum wage, I was just writing trivia and time coding it to certain events, and I had to learn so much about this man. Wow. Uh, because he's obviously, you know, I had to write trivia for when he's just kind of monologuing at the beginning. So stuff. Like, did you know that uh, Sugar Ray was initially called the Shrinky Dinks and had to change I their didn't name know that. because Sam, of let, copyright infringement? I have to ask you a couple follow-up questions yes. here that I'm going to need clarification on. <laughs> First of all, when you say when he's monologuing at the beginning, is it like a Leno thing or like a Garrison Keillor thing? <laughs> it's, you know, I think it's, it's – I would describe it as Trebekian, okay. you know, reminding people – what the show is, Mm -hmm. um, letting people know, hello, this is a new television show. You're still watching television, and now a new show has begun Mm -hmm. called Don't Forget the Lyrics. So more of like a Spalding Gray kind of thing. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Okay, second second follow-up. Was it required that the trivia be about McGrath? Well, once they would get into the songs by other people, I would write trivia about them. But But you weren't just allowed to have general music trivia up top. It had to be McGrath trivia. No, no, yeah. It was very McGrath specific. And, you know, that well runs dry four episodes in. (laughs) Did you know that Sugar Ray sang that song, Be My Butterfly, Sugar Baby? Ooh, I think you're thinking of Crazy Town. Oh, okay. That was Crazy Town. Town. Okay, but they definitely sang... Understandable mistake. They definitely sang the I Like Girls That Wear Abercrombie and Fitch Chinese Food Makes Me Sick song, right? I don't think that's Sugar Ray, but I cannot tell you who that that is. I would say that is a similarly Summer Boy-esque band, Mm -hmm. but definitely not Sugar Ray. I think that was LFO, the light funky Ah. one. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, I was gonna guess Len. Yes. Oh, there you go. I was gonna guess Len. I want to say Sugar Ray really just had the two radio hits: was the Every Morning and the oh. All Around the World Statues Crumble for Me. Uh, fly, that's the one. <sighs> Boy. Mm-hmm. Rough. Yes. Um, but he was uh, people's sexiest man alive in like 1995. The genre, of course, is songs that played on the radio at Macy's when Jesse worked there. <laughs> I think it, it, Fly is probably still playing in a Macy's somewhere today. Yes, yeah, yes. in the young women's section. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so zero pop for McGrath, but he he you know handled himself well, ran around, you know, did some you waved know, waved a flag like David Lee Roth. Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay, so we've got we've got one original Beach Boy and you know, backed by these other musicians and the Hollywood Bowl Orchestra. Sounded terrific. And the the you know, these these musicians whose names I do not know all sounded great too. Right. I um, mean, you wouldn't imagine that there's a bunch of nitwits. No, absolutely. So everybody sounds great and and Mike Love is involved sporadically. Right. But heavily featured in parts. He sang a lot of leads on Beach Boys songs. You know, right? I yeah. don't think I would. I don't know enough about them to say, you know, how he was involved or what he wrote or what Brian Wilson wrote or whatever. But, um, you know, um, I'm guessing he wrote all um, the songs about cars among the front men. 
Right. Okay. <laughs> among the many, yes. <laughs> among the front men. So it, kind of how it worked is that like these beautiful Hollywood Bowl strings would swell. And then these like musicians would kind of come in with these like really beautiful harmonies. And it's, you know, it's echoing throughout this, you know, clamshell theater. And it sounds really great. Sunsetting in the background. And then Mike Love in his Hawaiian shirt and baseball cap kind of toddles to the front. Mm-hmm. This is, by the way, the circle of life is from toddling to toddling. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I'm about to criticize an 80-year-old man. Okay. But I think maybe, Look, a, maybe a Trump Jordan, wacko, so Jordan, maybe we're not that. Yeah, Jordan. I'm going to give you permission to be the first to criticize Mike Love. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so maybe look into the guy, not the... Okay, so Mike Love sounds, I would say, wacky. Yeah. That is his voice. Like, these these strings are swelling, these harmonies are lilting in, and he just, like, comes to the front of the stage and is like... You got to throw your board right in the car. Everybody throw a board into your car. You got to drive a car because you're a teen. Everybody's a teen. Be true to your school. Everybody drives around in a little car. Toot, toot, goes the horn. Surfboard, you're a teen. And that's like the concert. <laughs> he just wanders up there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he toddles up. Yeah. The, the legendary Mike Love yeah. of, the, of the Beach Boys, mm-hmm. one of the greatest pop groups of the 20th century, mm-hmm. uh, arguably the greatest. Um, Mike Love, he, he toddles yeah. up to the front there. Mm-hmm. He's got Shamos. He's got McGrath. He's yeah. got a few ringers, uh-huh. probably some guys who played with Steely Dan at some point. Yeah, that's a great, yeah. Uh, he's he's from Toto. He's from yeah, Toto. Exactly. Band. He's got the entire Hollywood Bowl orchestra mm-hmm. there. And then, so what does he say then? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta find a cute girl and make her your wife. You gotta take her to the beach and put her on the board. You gotta jump in your car. That car is cool. Everybody drive the car because you're a teen. Teens all go to school. They go to high school. Everybody is a teen and he drives the car. <laughs> Something like that. It sounds just like the recording. <laughs> yeah. It's incredible. And that so, was from Pet Sounds. Yeah, the, that was yeah. from Pet Sounds. In the performance, yeah. in the performance, <laughs> were the harmony is as tight as in the recording we just heard? <laughs> like, obviously, right. we just heard the record <laughs> where the harmonies are incredible. No, that was but me. on stage, <laughs> were the harmonies that tight? <laughs> yeah, they really brought it. I'm actually picturing everyone else just stops when he starts <laughs> doing it. It's just beautiful strings, beautiful harmonies. Break and it then down, just him Mike. Alone. Maybe with a tambour. Clapping and stomping. Yeah. He does a he does a beatbox break. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to imagine that the Beach Boys in 2023 is Mike Love, mm-hmm. John Stamos, uh Mark McGrath, mm-hmm. uh John Cusack and Paul Dano. <laughs> like, I'd like to see that as the beach. But, like, obviously, Cusack would be an older Brian Wilson, Dano mm-hmm. a younger right, Brian Wilson. Yes. And then I Mike mean, Love would play himself at every age because the guy can do it all. I'll listen to, like, uh, a later Beach Boys album mm-hmm. that still has Brian Wilson in the Beach Boys. Mm-hmm. I guess at some point he leaves, but, like, there's these 70s ones yeah. that he's still in the Beach Boys. And they have the, like, 
ethereal, extraordinary beauty mm-hmm. of the great Beach Boys songs. I mean, even the driving in a car, riding on a skateboard, uh, on a skateboard, sure. on a surfboard songs have that. Like, mm-hmm. it, yeah, sure. it's incredibly beautiful. They like have that quality, but it's just something that Brian Wilson just fucking stream of consciousness while completely zonked out of his mind. (laughs) Right. Like, there's this whole song, a beautiful song, Mm -hmm. like a totally gorgeous song that's just, I guess, Brian, I don't know who sings the leads on the Mm -hmm. difference, but one presumes Brian Wilson wrote this. It's just about how important it is to respect your feet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're just like, like someone, like all the stories that I had heard as like a not really rock and roll guy about the history mm-hmm. of the Beach Boys were always about like Mike Love ruined the band by insisting that they all their fucking songs be about surfboards and like that they could never grow or like whatever, right? And then... You're like, but somebody there had to have permission to be like, Brian, could we change the lyrics of this feet song? (laughs) (laughs) Like, this feet tune is not, like, could we make the, it doesn't have to be about about the soda shop, but could we, yeah. Well, I think the crux of the, of explaining why the Beach Boys are what they are now is that Brian said, no. Sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then quit when they tried to make him. <laughs> He's like, I'm making myself a milkshake. Yeah. But Sam, you're like a you're like a mega fan, right? I I don't know, mega fan, but I'm definitely I'm a big fan of the Beach Boys and a big fan of Brian Wilson. Um I uh I do I have a bit of a an Uncle Jesse anecdote. And Ooh. as a matter of fact, I didn't know Mark McGrath was gonna cameo in this story. There is a perhaps apocryphal story about Mark McGrath starting at Entertainment Tonight, which, of course, because I know everything about the man. Sure. Um, one day, I will kill him. Um, but And, and not, you will become him. It's a Highlander soon. situation. Yeah, exactly. Not soon. Not soon. Not, not soon out of more. animus. No. Simply no. to consume his power. Yeah, it's just I know. <laughs> there can t- be only one. I yeah. know too much now, and I'm slowly turning into him. And eventually, I just I feel like the next step is wearing his skin. Right. You're going to show up. He's going to like open his walk-in closet, and you're going to be there with the frosted tips. <laughs> we're we're going to You're going to come back to the show, and his tips are just going to be glued to the top of your tips. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got to take the tips. I think that's how you kill McGrath. You yeah. probably cannot be killed unless you sever. Yeah, he's like, you must he's sever like, the tips. He's like a Hydra who he regenerates cell by cell <laughs> from tip down. He's a Samson who, if he loses his tips, right? He, can, he doesn't have to lose all his hair, just the tips. Just the right, tips. Just the tips. Yeah, his power is just. <laughs> uh, well, his it per, it's perhaps an apocryphal story, but apparently the first interview he ever did for Entertainment Tonight was with Brian Wilson. Okay, and he shows up and. And he's like, I think probably very well aware of the fact that like I'm like a pop rock guy in the 90s and this is the most legendary songwriter in American history. Maybe uh, without, you know, counting out like Bob Dylan or but but like top five. Yeah. Top five. Um, And Brian Wilson won't talk to him. Famously eccentric man. So Mark McGrath walks over to Brian Wilson's piano, starts playing. Uh, starts playing God Only Knows and Brian Wilson just immediately goes, leave. And, wow. And apparently he cried. Um, Mark, yeah. if that if that's off base, please uh, correct it and I will be seeing you very soon. I mean, <laughs> I 
would cry. I would cry too. Sure. And I don't even know how to play the piano. Like yeah. I would it would be a bit if I did it, but I would still cry. Yeah. Who wouldn't cry? Who wouldn't cry? Wait, but, so uh, what's your what's your what's your stamos? Oh, my, my stamos. Okay, so stamos? Th- this is in this is You're in like, the- well, stamos came to interview me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, <laughs> this story takes place in the heyday of the uh, Stamos of Stamos mania. Right, you know he's he's well, on Stamos the Beach Boys. Mania, mania seems to be pretty continuous. I mean, I feel like we're still there. It right? is, but I'm 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 talking Stamos mania at its right. zenith. He, he's on he's on Full House. Yes, okay. he's on Full House. He's in the Beach Boys. Right. This is Apex Stamos. Apex mm-hmm. Stamos, and I am a youth. And for some reason, he gets engaged in a conversation with my mom at a restaurant and here I am. Uh, uh, can I suggest a possible reason? Your mom was bothering him. That's, that, is, <laughs> that is in fact a possible reason. Okay. Uh, my mom is a very social person and will walk up to people and say, Hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, I am a precocious youth and Kokomo huge with the kids. Yeah. And so is John Stamos. And so he's like, hey, kid, do you want to hear me sing Kokomo? And like all You're of a like, sudden. Kermit the Frog? Yeah, John Stamos <laughs> is, is about to like sing to it. Like what a dream oh come gosh. true that is, he thinks. Right. And I said, no, do you know any meatloaf? And that's. <laughs> <laughs> and I really kind of took the wind out yeah. of his sails. You're there. a big meatloaf that's fan as a kid, huh? You, oh, let me tell you. I like the Beach Boys. I love Wow. This weird what we like as kids, isn't it? (laughs) My two favorite albums as a child were Bad Out of Hell 2 and Where Have All the Cowboys Gone by Paul (laughs) Lowell. The songs that I remember loving more than Mm -hmm. any other song were Jump For My Love by the Pointer Sisters, which is still Mm -hmm. totally like exactly. But like the other two songs that I remember feeling so passionately about were... uh, from a distance, mm-hmm. ooh, and uh, the freaks come out at night by Houdini. <laughs> I don't know why. What I don't. What connects to a child? Sure, yeah, I know, I know. When I think about like, because I knew like other kids who liked Kokomo, like the kids across, like they had a tape of it. We would play it. Like I would say, for a period of time, it eclipsed. Yellow Submarine as the like nautical sixties songs the kids know. Sure, yeah, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, like when I th- when I listen to it now and like the lyric "bodies in the sand, tropical drink melting in your hand," I'm mm. like, what does an eight year old like about that? I, don't know. I mean, fucking, you think that eight year olds like fucking polar drinks? <laughs> no, I guess <laughs> what kind of drink? There's no papaya in there. They're out yeah. on that shit. <laughs> Okay, let's take a yeah. quick break. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh, first of all, I want to make sure that everybody comes out to Jordan Jesse Go as a London podcast festival. I don't give a shit where you live. <laughs> we're, we're giving you enough time. Book those plane tickets, those boat passes. Have you heard about jolly old England? This country is tremendous. Huge clock over there. Like, you're not going to believe the size of this clock. This clock. If you're listening to this in America and you haven't right. booked your tickets to London, England yet to go see Jordan Jesse Go at the London podcast festival, which is September 14th at King's Place. Uh, my recommendation to you is book some tickets because you're gonna you're gonna love the look of this clock. 
MaximumFun.org slash events. We're going to be there goofing around. Our buddy Sarah Morgan's going to join us and special guests to be announced. TBA. TBA. T- I love TBA good and everything. Good and everything. <laughs> who, love TBA. What are you, who are you saying that is? Uh, to be announced. I understand the joke now. Okay, I yeah. understand the joke. There you go. Okay, you know, we're also, of course, we're supported always by the members of Maximum Fun. Yeah. Go to MaximumFun.org slash join. Uh, we are also this week supported by the folks over there at ZipRecruiter. You know, Jordan, I used to be a small business owner. Now I'm a small business worker owner. And that means that recruiting great employees is even more important because when I'm recruiting a new employee, it's not just somebody that's going to work for me. This is going to be one of my fellow worker owners of the Maximum Fun Co-op. I, it sounds like it's really important, mm-hmm. but it seems like with a job that important, right? you'd want the help of a website with special science tools. Well, good news. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Yeah, that's right. ZipRecruiter uses straightforward pricing and smart technology to invite people to apply for your jobs. They're not just relying on people to find your job listing. They are bringing them in. This is like a it's like you're. It's like having comedians in Times Square passing out flyers. <laughs> right. But if the flyers were highly qualified job applicants only, they're basically offering you the Glengarry Leaves. <laughs> Jesse, you said it before. It bears repeating. I'm going to say it again. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Uh, Jordan Morris, boy detective. And I am Sam Haft, spaghetti king of the American Southwest. It occurred to me between segments as I was urinating in the toilet over there Mm -hmm. that you must have had children bother you because you are a a, one of the youtube's most famous music stars so like there has to be children telling you to sing fucking uh songs in diners after their moms bother you that that has happened less often than you'd think i think you know post screens i think the youths are more shy right mm. um but like we also we do a lot of like comic cons and stuff like that and we'll have signings and people will come up to us i don't know that i've been asked to sing anything at a convention i mean other than the actual performance that we do at the convention. No, they ask you specifically not to sing yeah. during the musical <laughs> performance. Yes. They're like, can you just... Can you, can you Because we brought Stamos in, to, and we really want to show off his pipes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's normally, I'm, you know, I'm waiting in the back for McGrath to get finished, and right. I get into the front, and I go, teens and surfing, everyone, have a good time. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I will say... Is that say, Elliot Gould? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The surfing teens! Um... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's. I did a lot of heroin in the seventies, <laughs> and treated everyone like shit. <laughs> the uh, the bit from the conventions that feels the most like oh, like this this is really important to you is we've had a couple people have us. We have like a signature for the band, and have a couple people have gotten it tattooed. 
they'll wow. will sign like an arm and they'll show up in a few hours with a tattoo of it. Wait, I want to know about when you say you have a signature for the band. Do you, okay, so the band is functionally is you and another dude, right? Yes. So do you write the first name and he writes the second name okay. and it's like John Smith or something? So it's a little bit more like a Grateful Dead Bear-esque. It's like an icon where okay. it's it's like a, it's a, we write TLT. It's a dick with a monocle. It, yeah. And and then draw uh, just a photorealistic human anus. Right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, it's like a... It, That's how you think, guys know you're real like stars. It takes, it takes 45 minutes to do for it each does. person. It yeah. But it's worth it. It does. It's a, there's a lot of shading. And mm. then people and then people <laughs> trace it over with tattoo? Yes. But you said people will come to you later that day with the tattoo? With like the tattoo. you'll see a bloody bandage. 100%. Wow. Well, it would... I mean, imagine if you went to Sam and you got him to, to draw the anus. Uh-huh. and And then you accidentally forgot... Because you're gonna do it tomorrow, get the tattoo right. tomorrow. You forgot you'd shower. Mm-hmm. You're like fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, you're gonna. No, I gotta go to Dragon Con too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that would be my concern. Um, I now Jordan, I'm looking over your shoulder. We're in person tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking over your shoulder at our producer Matt Lieb, and he's indicating to me that there is an update. Huge now, update. This is not a new, normally a news program because people can download it and listen to it at any time, mm. uh, and and few do, frankly, at any time. Well, this is this is breaking podcast news. Though. Yeah. So, but we do have a news update here, Matt. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you need me to go? Yeah. Could you please? No, I'd rather not. All right. Uh, Fair w- enough. What's the update here, Matt? Uh, I've gone to domdeluise.com mm-hmm. to check on it. Okay, great. Uh, it no longer exists. What? But no. you can buy it for $50,000. Jesus <laughs> You want a real fun? Maximumfun.org slash join. Help us buy domdeluise.com. What do you think they'd take, though, Matt? Like, they're asking for 50K. Yeah. Oh, you can make an offer. There's a button that says "Make an offer." I'm going. Do you to think offer. they'd take twenty five hundred? Well, we're gonna find out. Maybe well, with a cover letter. I'm My love yeah, language is right. giving gifts. <laughs> like a, that's what your the real estate agent suggests that you include that you include a letter about how you how much you would love to live right. in DomDeluise.com. Yes. Okay. Uh, update. I offered twenty five dollars. Uh huh. Um, that's fair. I think. Yeah. Tough, I mean, tough but fair. You meet in the middle. You meet in the middle. That's yeah. how negotiations work. Right. And they offered you paulprudhome.com? <laughs> <laughs> no, they said your offer does not meet the minimum starting uh, offer requirements set by the seller, which leads me to now question what that is. So we're going to put in a thousand. I will keep updating you. Oh, you can buy for a thousand. Oh, really? Wow. You can buy for a thousand. That was a very, a very short seems time. seems like to a update. good value. Yeah, I mean, one time I tried to buy maximumfun.com uh-huh. on account of people typing that into the internet sure. looking for my website <laughs> that I only named.org because I couldn't get.com. You should do that. .com's good. They wanted like $10,000. Who for owns it? it? I don't know. Some fucking Dom DeLuise. I do. The <laughs> oh, fa- no, man. The estate the of Dom DeLuise owns it. And there's nothing at MaximumFun.com? I, no, the, at least there wasn't when I was trying to buy it. Hmm. No, it was just someone was sitting on it. Yeah. just It's just a photo of Dom DeLuise pouring sauce. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's your iconic asshole. <laughs> yes. <laughs> By the way, so I went to the Wayback Machine, uh, and I found when DomDeLuise.com was active. Uh-huh. And the website... Uh, it has Dom DeLuise uh, with his cookbook. By the way, if you have a website, it should be active 30 minutes a day. 
Aerobic activity 30, 30 minutes a day <laughs> right. for any website. You're going to want to close those rings. I like that. Timeshare style. Mm -hmm. um, and it's got a, a bunch of little tabs. One of them is family bios. He's got bios for his entire family. Hey, wow. That's nice. Isn't that nice? That's really I believe nice. the son that uh, is friends with my friend was a regular on the Wizards of Waverly Place. Mm. Is it David, Michael, or Peter? I believe it was David. I'm yeah. going to say it was David. Okay, his bio is right here. Um, <laughs> quote, the second I started breathing, I knew I wanted to be an actor. There you go. Yep. You know what? Right the, at the womb. You know what I knew when I started breathing? Hmm. Uh, that it was better than not. But right. that's about it. Sure. It was just pretty much this seems right. Let's this keep, feels right. Let's keep up. Yeah. I'm going to roll. Yeah. Keep this going and see what happens. See where things lead. Beautiful, uh, Matt. Keep us posted if anything happens. Keep an eye on DomDeLuise.com. If there's any, um, you know, late breaking updates, feel free to just break in and interrupt us. Can I ask yeah, you, you a question? Can I ask you a question, Matt? Yeah, what's up? What does it cost to get DomDeLuise.pizza? Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. Hundred thousand dollars. Because I mean, you guys have seen this guy's sauce, yeah, right? Yeah. Although it's a no, good sauce. It's a good sauce. Uh, He's making a meatball pizza. Maybe it looks like. Maybe is that? He, let's see. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you. He's got this. He's got this fresh watermelon. The there's some greenery, but it's it's been pushed off to the side. It is completely sidelined. This gourd and this artichoke, uh, and then he's got some dough balls, and then he's got some charcuterie down here. Uh, and then he has what really does look like some meatballs on top of an uncooked pizza. Uh, and what I like is he's just got this mug that's labeled cheese. <laughs> right. That's nice. It looks like that, to me, that cheese mug, that was a, like, branded cheese shaker that they had to, you know, put a yeah. put I mean, a copyright-friendly logo over. Which you could, for a time, buy at domdeloise.com. Oh, wow. You know, I, I feel like maybe instead of MaximumFun.com, you should buy domdeloise.com. Go all in. It's a better it, value. It will, Go all in. It will probably cost less. Yeah, and it's a and it's gonna appreciate. It sure. will. That's it the will. other in a way that maximumfun.com. Let's be frank, never will. I mean, you've heard this I show. Th <laughs> I think just just change all the branding. You can find us at domdeloise.com, and then you'll get people going there for you know like Smokey and the Bandit clips. You're like, well, while I'm here, I might as well check out some podcasts. Jordan, I'm looking at this cheese mug. Yeah. And I do see that it has what looks like that kind of white perforated top, mm -hmm. like that it's it, it is a shaker, but. I can't discount the possibility that it's a cheese drink of some kind. Oh, like he's he has just a cup of hot cheese in the morning. Like <laughs> to get yeah, going. just wake up, pour yourself a fondue, and, right? You know what I mean. Start the day. I'm not saying for sure. I'm just saying it seems possible. I have an update. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> update. Can you do the so, noise? Beep, 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 no, I, I, no. I'm doing it. Beep, 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 Jordan, news, news, Jordan, news, Jordan, news. Jesse, Jordan, you can't replace me. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can act. You can buy DomDeLuise.com for five hundred dollars. Wow. I made another offer. That doesn't. <laughs> so they accepted a thousand. You're like, what? If, okay. <laughs> yeah, on. I like it. You can you can keep lowballing them until they get mad. Uh, five hundred doesn't seem like a bad. I mean, like, how many ads realistically would you have to sell to make? You just you license a picture of Dom DeLuise. There's probably something on on uh, Flickr, whatever. Sure, right? yeah. Just get a free Flickr picture of Dom DeLuise. Right. Yeah, Matt, and then search you, Flickr. You... First of all, find out if Flickr still exists. Mm -hmm. Second, see if there's any Creative Commons li open license pictures of Double D. A double DL, mm -hmm. and uh, 
then we'll, we'll put together a proposal for this website. I'm thinking a picture and then some some uh, like porno ads or something. Yeah, you won't believe what this 90s star looks like now. You won't believe I, what Dom DeLuise jacks off on. I think you just paywall the picture. The whole website's <laughs> one picture. You want right. to see this photo of Dom DeLuise? A dollar. Up. How about this? You, you only need get, 500, people, 500 to people to do that. How about I blur Dom DeLuise's face, but we still see the sauce. <laughs> Guess and you won't believe premium. who sauce this is. <laughs> <laughs> Sincerely, Dom DeLuise. You can see this uncensored photo of Dom DeLuise for a dollar. Signed admin. Um, well, Matt, as you're monitoring the website, yeah. um, we would like to discuss something we've been discussing and we'll continue to discuss throughout the entire summer season summer boy activities and our guests and callers that are doing them yeah Good let's segue huh let's start with one from a caller hi jordan jesse and guest i'm gonna say riley silverman uh no I close it's, it's been a while uh this is andy from brooklyn i have a summer boy uh moment and a summer boy realization mm. last weekend i went to the coney island mermaid parade and uh, and it made me realize that I think a, a quintessential quality of a great summer activity exemplified by the Mermaid Parade is that it is both horny and kid appropriate. Yeah. So that's my that's my summer boy take. Do more things that are both a little horny and also it's okay to bring a four year old. I'm I'm with this 100. Uh, percent One of my favorite children's books. Mm-hmm. Uh, written by our old improv teammate mm. from college, yeah. uh, Jessica Love, is called Julian is a Mermaid. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is a show about, a, a, that is a book about a little girl whose grandmother helps her dress for the Mermaid Parade. Mm-hmm. And it is the most breathtakingly beautiful and sweet and gender affirming book that could possibly exist. It's just such a fucking great book. And um, also, like, I, it would not take much for me to be horny for a mermaid, like, um, especially if they had those kind of like, the, like a, if they're not the, the bras cl- the aren't made bra? out of yeah clams clam is what they're yeah. yeah clam bra I'm talking about a clam bra yeah I'm talking about a clam bra you know what I'd I'd go for a clam bra I'd go for a clam broth. <laughs> that sounds nice. You know what I mean? Nice. <laughs> you have a cold. I, th- I bet Dom DeLuise has a good clam broth. I know. I and I, I think this. I think this caller has hit on something. Um, and yes, I do think there is something to summer boy activities being kid appropriate, but also having a little something for daddy. Right. <laughs> Daddies of all genders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what jumped to mind for me? Universal Studios. Oh, wow. yeah. a great summertime destination. Some great stuff for four-year-olds. The Waterworld stunt show, for instance. Yeah. And T- then the, the tiki bar, great. Really oh, good. Oh, yeah, the, sure. The drinks right by the Jurassic uh, ride. That's there you go. Some good stuff there. Down some tikis. I got feel my... a little amorous towards yeah. <laughs> um, Optimus Prime, who comes out around there. Yeah, I got my debit card stolen at that uh, tiki bar. Really? Well, n- you know, the card physically wasn't stolen, but mm. I swiped it in the machine, and then I got, you know, people started spending money at the Croc store using my card. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, we got it. <laughs> Quick Cro- to the Croc store. Croc store. Uh, that's a summer boy uh, yeah. retailer right there. You're it right. Really is. You're I've, absolutely right. I noticed. Uh, 
today. Mm-hmm. I was at the Rose Bowl flea market. Oh, nice. The Rose Bowl flea market has a huge vintage clothing area. Mm-hmm. Like the big, I probably, I would, if, if you, if you told me it was the biggest vintage clothing show in the world, I would not be surprised in the slightest. Really huge. And uh, the latest trend in vintage clothing is what they call Y2K. Mm. Uh, this is the styles around the year 2000, yeah. broadly. You're, so it's like shirts that have plane crashes on them. It's sort of Britney, Britney spears type shit. Yeah. And um, one of the weird byproducts of that is that um, as I walk amongst beautiful young people in the Rose Bowl parking lot uh, among these vendors, all hot 22-year-olds of every gender are dressed like hot 22-year-olds when I was 22. Like, it is a very disconcerting, confusing liminal space to occupy where you aren't sure if it's creepy because you don't remember how old you are now because you're surrounded by people in, like, belly button shirts. Mm, yeah. The the low-rise boot-cut jeans yeah. for everybody. It and, is really a baffler. And you, and you see them in those fashions, and you look at them, and you're like... They don't even know who Crazy Town is. Yeah. They've never even heard of Crazy Town. Yeah, they'd probably think MOP stands for mop and shit. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, LFO. They, they don't, don't know, even know what about... Mark McGrath's band Sugar Ray used to be called before yeah. it had a copyright infringement I actually, issue. One of these dudes, okay, was there. Yeah. I said to him, I, this is a true story. I said to him, you know the Chinese food makes me sick song? Mm-hmm. LFO, what does it stand for? You know what he said to me? Heavy funky ones. What? This guy's these posers. Fucking, these wow. fucking posers. I'm a I'm an authentic fan right. of Canadian pop rock rap crew. Yes. If you if you really love the music of that era, you know all the acronyms. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. Thank you very much. OMC. Mm-hmm. Otara Millionaires Club. <laughs> wow. Good pull. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody did a good job writing for their music trivia app. Uh, sure did. What's your top three trivias that you wrote for the trivia app? Um, <laughs> there was there was one. About... You can have, we can have two categories: McGrath and other. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it was just the 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 sheer degree of McGrathery was one, and then there was one about like Gloria Estefan having a big tour bus crash. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I hope um, she's okay. I, 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 you know what? Actually, I couldn't tell you. Matt, could you check Dom Delaney? <laughs> <laughs> Update, uh, you can buy it for $100. <laughs> Get it! <laughs> it's so funny. You you offer 25 and they're like, will you do 26 <laughs> Matt, let's all give 25 bucks and Matt, buy it. I got fade on. I got fade on $100. i will give you, I'll put 50 in on it. Yeah. Done. Already bought. Let's wow. do it. Wow. Did you just, did you truly just buy Tom DeLuise.com? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to write an uh, expense sheet, so uh, you'll yeah. pay no, me just, back, right? Just use Sam's credit card. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll buy some Crocs. With yeah. yeah, get some Crocs. A nice website. Okay, <laughs> something about Gloria Estefan's yes. bus crash. Yeah, I hope she's okay. I believe there was a bus crash. Mm-hmm. 
That's what it sounds like a Miami unsound machine to me. <laughs> well, hold, okay, hold on, Jesse. Come on. Sorry. <laughs> Come on. Relax. The machine seems like it was unsound. Relax, bulldog. Okay. Put away your teeth. <laughs> oh, oh, the dog is out. The dog's out of the yard. <laughs> Big dog's got to eat. <laughs> the Miami sound machine. <laughs> Watch out, Sheila E. I'm coming yeah. for you next. <laughs> Run, Lisa Lisa. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I wish I could say this was kind of a you know slumdog what? millionaire situation. Lisa, Lisa's safe. I'm only coming for cult jam. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wish I could say this was a situation where, like, I've retained a bunch of, you know, arcane knowledge about pop rock. But, uh, yeah, there's those, like, jobs you kind of hate, and then, like, you just, your brain can't wait to get rid of them after you've done that. That's the the one. And the only thing that won't leave is Mark McGrath while he's still alive. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows how long that will be for? I don't know. So, what is a, okay, so what are your, you're a, you're a father. I am a father. You're a stepfather. I am a stepfather. What summer boy activities do you think you have either already completed or may have in your future this summer? Well, um, uh, I don't mean to brag, but I have a pool. Okay. So I, I, you know. So you're going to pee in there. (laughs) That's for sure. Already done, my Uh friend. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, there's... (laughs) I have a four-year-old. So Welcome they... to our pool. Notice there's a pee at the beginning. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's because I peed in it. Hey, my yeah. It's I don't know if there's room for my pee after all the pee my four-year-old has deposited. <laughs> into oh yeah, I get full of pee. Sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Loves loves to pee in the pool. Uh, one of his favorite activities. Um, but you know, peeing in the pool—that's a summer boy activity. Yeah, if there ever yeah, was one. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's number one. You got any good floaties in there? Oh, yeah, we got good floaties. We got some pool noodles. We got, uh... You don't like a pool noodle? I'm not, it's not that I'm, look, it's not that I don't think pool noodles should exist. I'm not trying to wipe them from the earth. (laughs) I'm just saying, if you come with, oh, yeah, we got some good floaties, and then you're like, we got pool noodles? Like, what do you, what else you got? Kickboards? Congratulations, Sam. I'm, I'm starting with the pool noodles. I don't want to wow you with the floaty chair out of the gate. Okay. Ruin you for the so pool, for when showman. I bring up the pool noodles later. Okay. And then the second the, thing the better pool, be McGrath. The, yeah. <laughs> the pool noodles are the aperitif. And yeah. then we, you know, we we get to the, right. the floaty yes. chair. Yes. I you're, see. You're coursing it out. Okay. Yeah. What other kind of floaties? You got one of those hamburgers? I don't have a hamburger floaty. Uh, it's too bad. You know, Elliot Kalen's got one of those hamburger ones. It's probably fun to ride around Damn. on a hamburger. Yeah. I oh. do. I do have, it's like a dog, but in the shape of an inner tube. That's yeah, fun. no, that's really that's great. Good. Yeah, okay, okay. All right. fair enough. He's a summer boy, <laughs> He's folks. A summer boy. He's a, a summer boy. That's a real summer boy. Now we all get the tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, fire up the gun. I am the last of my siblings to not have a tattoo. Really? Like I and I keep like kind of joking about it with my wife who has tattoos, and I keep going, "Oh, are we getting our tattoo today?" And like she always treats it as a joke, but it's if she's listening to this it's not a joke i like i'll just i'll just go get one get a tattoo with your husband if you're listening just go get go get it next get time next time just husband. say yeah he okay let's go let's go let's you. go get a tattoo how about can you. i make a suggestion yeah maybe your wife gets half a heart that says best and then you get half a heart that says friends oh that's cute and that then you put your butts together yeah. and, then, <laughs> and people yeah. can read them yeah yes. and then underneath you 
uh, hers says who, and then yours says sex. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So it's best friends who sex. Yes, best friends who sex. Which and, is what love is, Jordan. And the half- <laughs> Ooh, hold on. Uh, let me look for my notes app. Hold on. Uh, can you say that again? Did you remember? <laughs> the half hearts also. I'm on it. They're going to face in, not out. Ooh. So we have to go like anus to anus to make them link. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but I mean, that's a little something called love, yeah. Jordan. Uh, hold on. Oh, I put my phone away. Oh. We'll be I'm back. A whole in just, physical bit over here. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's official. Max Fun has become a co-op. We're now a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows supported directly by you. Thanks to supporters and listeners like you, Max Fun will always be a place where employees have a say. Thanks to you, shows can continue to partner with an independent, values-driven network. Thanks to you, we're able to carry on our commitment to our shows and the community we've grown together. Learn more about what becoming a co-op means for us and you at MaximumFun.org co-op. That's MaximumFun.org C-O-O-P. Hey, Max Fun listeners, this is Cameron Esposito. I'm a stand-up comic, actor, writer, best-selling author, and podcaster. I got a great show called Query, where I interview LGBTQ plus luminaries across, oh, a bunch of fields. People in entertainment, astronauts, musicians, rock stars. I am bringing the show to Maximum Fun. You can listen right now, and I am so happy to be on this network. We have new episodes out every Monday. You can listen at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Sam Haft, very spicy meatball. Did you know, Jordan, and I can't believe that it took this long for this to come up on the show, and look, we're, we're in the home stretch here, mm-hmm. admittedly, but I didn't want to let this pass. I'm pretty sure Sam is the first Pokemon we've ever had on the show. <laughs> Have you been a Pokemon this whole time? In fact, he is the first six Pokemons, according to PocketMonsters.net. Wow. Uh, we're talking about Metapod, Venomoth, Marowak, Scyther, Scizor, and Tapu Bulu. This <laughs> I don't understand anything that's going on. Those are Help names of of pocket monsters yep. from uh, from the uh, beloved uh, anime franchise Pokemon. Right. And why is Jesse saying you're those? Maybe this helps, uh, yeah. Jordan. Um, tap Tapu Bolu. Yep. Uh, his um, or their their genderless their ability is Grassy Surge. Okay. Does that help? No, not not at all. I still, why are you saying? Well, it I know. turns the ground into grassy terrain when the Pokemon okay, enters. So I, a know. I just don't know how he could be getting any clearer. <laughs> frankly, <laughs> can I can I offer one more clarification about Tapu Bolu? Uh, not capable of breeding. Okay, so <laughs> I know that Pokemon is a game. Yes. Does that help? It's not important to me. I was a little too old for it when it came out. I know a lot okay. of the characters because they're summons in Smash Brothers. I was not too right. old for that. Maybe I was. Mm, who cares? So I know, you know, Pikachu, Charizard. 
Why is Jesse saying you're the Pokemon? Well, uh, I I cut my teeth as a youth mm-hmm. um, in the in the rough and tumble voiceover game in New York City, oh. and I uh, I uh, have been a dubbing actor for Pokemon. Uh, for some time. Oh my gosh! So yeah. you're the voices of all those Pokemon that Jesse yes, read. Yes, yes. Uh, the original voice for some of them. For some of them, there was someone else who did it. You mm-hmm. know, early in the '90s, and then I Sam, came in and Sam did my take is, on it. Is Metapod here with us <laughs> right now? So I would actually love nothing more than to do this, but I'm at, I'm contractually not allowed to do the voices outside wow. of the show because I think there's either a wor- maybe perhaps a worry that Metapod may have some strong opinions about the Israel-Palestine conflict. <laughs> right. Something along sure. those lines. Where- Weirdly, he's pro. <laughs> It um, seems like just a weird. Just the whole conflict. Just w- supports Loves the conflict. Um, yeah, no. I, so I'm. I, <laughs> Let it rage. <laughs> That's metaphor. One, one of the things on his live journal that you're you're really not supposed to do is, you know, well. That's this is does not hold true the for every show, but you're yeah, you're not supposed to embarrass the brand. There's specific uh, ways you're supposed to talk about it. You can't be like, yeah, I'm Metapod. You can say, <laughs> I did the voice for Metapod right. in this season. You know, you 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 do not want to create any confusion that could make anyone think that any of your opinions happen to be the opinions of Metapod, a creation <laughs> of the Pokemon. Company. Okay, can I ask you a quick question about Venomoth slash Morphon? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> would you say? Obviously, you can't say that you're Venomoth, right? No, I, mean, I, I don't even remember if I am. Well, according, <laughs> I'm looking at PocketMonsters.net here. I, I'm well, not gonna. I, okay. I don't think it's appropriate for you to contradict the experts. That's, you're you're very right. You can't say that you're Venomoth. It makes a lot of sense. You portray. You could say Venomoth. I'm one of Venomoth's helpers. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that means that you help Venomoth breed. <laughs> yes, I was one <laughs> of back him off and yes. store his sperm. <laughs> uh, here's my question: you, yeah. If you can't say you are Venomoth, can you say you have Wonder Skin? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I, if. Online, it says Venomoth has Wonder Skin. Mm-hmm. It is probably a, a commentary on my complexion, frankly. I think, yeah. uh, I've been is, thinking that. I've, yeah. been, I've been thinking. Beautiful skin. I had the same thought about Venomoth, that, which is there's a certain glow. Mm. Yeah. Right. Sa- with Sam and Venomoth, I thought there's a certain glow. I thought to is myself, Venomoth pregnant? That's, yeah. That's you know that's why I that's why I get these roles. Can I ask you a follow up question, Sam? Yes. You don't have to answer this if you're contractually not allowed to. Is Venomoth pregnant? <laughs> There's uh, some fan art. <laughs> because Jordan's been working on it. I'm working on it. Yeah, I, I, I would say if you Googled pregnant Venomoth, uh-huh. I don't think you'd be disappointed. <laughs> Google pregnant Venomoth. <laughs> and to, and uh, to be clear, uh, the, the little button on that joke is um, none of my opinions represent those of the Pokemon no, company or of any course. of it. Nothing yeah. said on this show represents. Found it, found it, found it, found it. Pregnant Venomoth. <laughs> there it is. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't like it. I wish I hadn't. I'm going to just take a look and see. Oh. Pregnant Venomoth by Vicerel. <laughs> oh, you're giving a shout out to the fan artist. Well, I don't. I want to credit. Look at Pregnant Venomoth. Holy mackerel! Oh my gosh, so swollen. Look at that's beautiful. Sure, sure is a pregnant Venomoth. Beautiful. Very. I mean, who knew? Th- I mean, apparently Venomoths. Uh, 
are mammals. I have thought mm, they were some wow. kind of bug, but to me, to me, the real heroes, single Venomoths. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. To me. You know what? To Although me. I'm I'm a Venomoth family values guy. Oh, you think there I, should be a Venomoth father in the picture? Yeah, <laughs> I absolutely. I think ultimately that there is a cultural problem in the Venomoth right. community. Well, I think a Venomoth can live a full and complete life without pregnancy. They can have it all. <laughs> <laughs> a Venomoth can have it all. Is there is there any truth to the rumors of a Venomoth rebirth? <laughs> Are there any? Is there... <laughs> we'll get, we'll get it. Are, is there? Just, any... Let's get that clean. Yeah. <laughs> is there any truth to the rumors of a Venomoth reboot of Murphy Brown? Mm. Uh, you know, I I wouldn't want to speculate, but uh, let's just say if we've been having conversations about it, I would be under NDA. Schizor right. is a type of pincer Pokemon. <laughs> Of course, of course. A lot of people think, um, "Oh, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this is this an ability I didn't expect? This is an ability that uh, that Schizor mm-hmm. shares shares with LFO, okay. which is <laughs> he's wearing Abercrombie and Fitch, which is light metal, right? Mm. Right. So light metal is something that both LFO and Schizor." Not Tapu Bolu, though. No. No, of course not. Tapu Bolu's more of a ska guy. <laughs> My greatest passion is just to read the words on Pokemon <laughs> Listen, it's been a great show. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't we? <laughs> Holy shit. Sorry, this is the last Pokemon okay, thing I'm going to read. Pokemon news. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Marowak. Yep. Yes. Slash Garagara. Mm-hmm. Which is G get help? Yeah, the situation. Marowak, who's a bone keeper Pokemon, right? He has a few powers: lightning rod, rock head, battle armor, and of course, cursed body. <laughs> cursed Dang. body. Body's cursed. Well, uh, like with Wonderskin, based on a real cursed body. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. what they say about me. Wonderful skin. <laughs> Cursed body. body. (laughs) It is truly grotesque. I have not been. And you know, I just, I really appreciate the two of you for not commenting about it. Yeah. Okay. Well, it was sort of. And now we're kind of making it a focus. (laughs) It was sort of the elephant man in the room. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I actually do think we do have one more DomDeLuise.com update to get to before we say goodbye. All right. Okay. Uh, you can get domdeloise.org for free. <laughs> uh, also, uh, this website, it actually shows the uh, domain seller and all the other domains he owns. Okay. Uh, that he is currently selling. Um, so he also is selling deloise.com for $50,000. Uh, that's se- worth twenty five at best. Yeah. That I agree. Um, BJ's Pizza. He owns the domain for it. He's selling it for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Oh! If you're a BJ with a pizzeria, get a different right. fucking website. That's what he says. <laughs> yep. And uh, he owns multiple different iterations of Howard Stern's wife's name. Dot com. By the way, <laughs> wait, hold on. Dom Deloise's it- current website is uh, Handjob Red Sauce. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, is the website the name of Howard Stern's wife, That's- or is it Howard Stern's wife? Dot com? He also owns Howard Stern's wife. Dot com, but he also owns Beth Ostrovsky Stern. Dot com. Uh, BethO.com, 
com, BethOstrovsky.com, and MarijuanaBoogie.com for $50,000. I mean, MarijuanaBoogie.com is a genuinely excellent URL. Absolutely. One of the best I've heard. I'm kind of into rebranding Maximum Fun. Marijuana Boogie? Yeah, (laughs) we've got a lot of of great places to pivot here. Why would I spend ten grand on MaximumFun.com when I could spend, what is it, 50 uh, fifty thousand dollars. When marijuana I can put boogie. fifty on marijuanaboogie.com. But sounds like we could probably have all these for a hundred, right? Yeah. Could oh, we yeah. get? Does he have pe- peyote pals? <laughs> no, but he has chickswithbigtits.com. And he's selling that for two hundred thousand. Two hundred thousand. That's a steal for that. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah, it seems like that a good value. A lot of traffic. I be- I have not gotten the traffic I have wanted on chickswithsmalltits.com. <laughs> <laughs> It's still good traffic. Sure. It's nothing that anyone should feel bad about. No. Um, still very good traffic. Um, I'm moving Maximum Fun to mediumdicks.net. <laughs> Smallbutwide.org. <laughs> yeah. 40th to 60th percentile is going to be our hey. new. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, Sam, it's been a joy. I saw I saw that you uh, as we record this you already have a single out but the album the EP extra play recording yes is imminent very imminent what is the release date the release date is July fourteenth by the way when does this come out this is going to come out uh, I mean I don't know what what would you say it's going to come out Matt you're the producer I forgot to press record. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it will not come out. Yeah. Gonna replay an old Chris Fairbanks episode. Yeah. Matt's like, there's a podcast? <laughs> I thought we were just friends. Take <laughs> it out. No, we're, we're definitely here and out there. We're definitely not friends. <laughs> um Matt, uh what are we looking at? Are we that's right it, around when this is coming out, right? It's coming out the thirteenth. Okay. Oh, so perfect. Nice. Here so it is. Much. So Mark McGrath will still be with us at okay. that point. Excellent. Um so I don't don't want to end it with that. Um but uh yeah, it's coming out on the fourteenth. Uh it's called Bad Times. Um uh it is about bad times. Mm-hmm. Uh it's a five track EP. I am uh, greatly looking forward to y'all getting a listen. Which, and it will be available wherever music can be streamed. Which Pokémons are on it? Um you know, they were busy. Bulbasaur is an incredible bassist. He played with Sealy Dan for a while. <laughs> he did, he did. But then, but then he got pregnant. Yeah. Controversially. I had to leave yes. the wrecking crew. Yes. He got yeah. pregnant. Not capable of reproduction, it says here. Right. <laughs> we'll see about that, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, well, Sam, how about this? Uh, could, we, could we put the single on the end of the... Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. yeah, what, yeah. Are we, what, are we, what are we about to hear? What are we about to hear uh, on the end of this uh, show? We are about to hear um, a kind of pop R&B song called Afterburn, which is uh, kind of the most uh, down-tempo song on this record. It's about the time you t- tried to fuck Charles. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it is. And I'm, you know, I'm still recovering, but those were some bad times, and that's why I've got <laughs> bad that, times. this album. This is a pretty, this is a sincere album, and I'm making it about Pokemons. What is it, what is the song actually about? Uh, oh, my God. Well, I, you know, the whole, the album Bad Times is kind of a, a look at the end of a relationship from various points in time at the end of the relationship from various points of view of the end of the relationship. And Afterburn is about that space between the kind of 
explosivity of a bad breakup and the kind of awfulness of the the social fallout of like what's what is going to happen how how is this going to make its mark on me as a person and like fuck me up and traumatize me and that kind of thing so, so sort of like my my wife my or my former wife has tattoos mm-hmm. i don't yes. i refuse to get one that kind of thing yeah yeah that exact Exact situation. No, it's you know I I, uh, I I greatly hope you enjoy it. I think it's a very good song. Well, we're very. I, know I turned into Jiminy Glick at the end of there. <laughs> <Hey>. Always <laughs> a good move. Go yeah. Glick. Yeah. <laughs> glick go, for the dismount. <laughs> once you go Glick, <laughs> you'll never, never go, go back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> once you go Glick, you'll never watch Click, the Adam Sandler movie where he has a magical remote control. That's the mnemonic. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> well, Sam, we're very grateful for your time. Thank you so much for coming yeah, on the show. Thank Man, you so much. Thanks for having me on. I had a very, very, very lovely time. What a joy to do it. Our producer is Matt Lieb. Uh, he's our friend. He's our friend. He's our friend. Thank guy. you. This guy's guy. our friend. Great guy. Uh, great producer. producer. Great guy, great producer. Great guy, great producer. Terrible dad. Fun, <laughs> awful father. <laughs> yeah. This guy checked Call out the yeah. second that baby mm-hmm. came out. Mm-mm. Checked the fuck out. Uh, Brian Sonny D. Fernandez, our producer emeritus. Our theme music, Love You by The Free Design. Our thanks to The Free Design and Light in the Attic Records for sharing that with us. You can join us on social medias. MaximumFun.reddit.com is a nice social media mm-hmm. to visit. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at uh, Jordan David Morris at put.this.on. Um, I think all the other social medias are burning down right now, so we'll just leave it at that. Uh, if you gotta want to send us a call, JJ, go at maximumfun.org, and we'll see you in London if you live near London. And uh, let's hear Sam's single. After the nurse burn And but in the end You're not a friendly face Is that what you intend? Once you ring that bell Can't take that back Now everything is gone
Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows, supported directly by you.